Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey Update from the 7th of September, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Last week, on Tuesday the 30th of August, Turkey celebrated its 100th Victory Day and the Turkish Armed Forces Day, which marked the country's victory against the occupying Greek forces in 1922. Landcom, NATO's land forces headquarters based in Turkey, posted a tweet celebrating Turkey's Victory Day and Armed Forces Day. However, Greece filed a complaint to NATO's Secretary General, calling the post tasteless and unacceptable. Following the complaint, on Wednesday the 31st, Landcom deleted the tweet and shared a new one celebrating, quote, the Turkish Armed Forces Day, but did not say anything about Victory Day. The Turkish Defense Ministry said in a statement that deleting the tweet upon request of a country that sabotages NATO missions by putting radar locks on Turkish jets is discrediting NATO's corporate identity and prestige. The ministry also added that whether they included Victory Day in the tweet or not, it didn't change the fact that Turkey won its independence war against the occupying Greek forces. On that note about the relations between Greece and Turkey, on Saturday the 3rd, President Erdogan accused Greece of occupying demilitarized islands in the Aegean Sea. He also said, quote, when the time comes, Turkey will do what is necessary. He also quoted a popular song and said, quote, one night all of a sudden we might come. For the last few years, Turkey has been accusing Greece of arming the Aegean islands that have a demilitarized status. But this is the first time Erdogan has accused the country of occupying the islands. Greece secured the sovereignty of the Aegean Islands in the Treaty of Lausanne in 1923. However, a previous pact stated that Greek sovereignty of the islands depended on their demilitarization. Turkey claims that since the Lausanne Treaty makes references to the previous pact, its conditions still apply. Some people claimed that Erdogan might be deliberately trying to create tension between the two countries before the 2023 elections. Moving on, as of this year, the Education Ministry will divide teachers into three different levels. Teacher, Expert Teacher, and Head Teacher. The higher the level, the higher the pay raise. Teachers who want to go on to a higher level will have to pass a Career Steps exam. However, many teachers' unions said that the educator's expertise can't be measured by sitting for an exam for a couple of hours and that these titles should be awarded depending on the years that they've worked as teachers. Unions pointed out that this model might lead to favoritism. They also held demonstrations to protest against and boycott the new model. Many also criticized how the new model vulgarizes the head teacher, or Bashoritman title. The title is a significant one reserved specifically for Ataturk, the founder of the Turkish Republic. Ataturk was granted the title when he first opened modern schools in the country. He was the head teacher of all the schools in Turkey and has symbolically been the head teacher for schools ever since. So some people think that the new model disrespects Ataturk's legacy. On Thursday the 1st, President Erdogan called the protesters looters, or çapulca in Turkish. Upon his comment, the main opposition leader condemned his words and called for teachers to unite and boycott the exam together. 
He said that things wouldn't get better if people continued to play by the government's book. Now some news on the economy. On Friday the 2nd, the price of a liter of diesel fuel dropped from around 2.5 liras, around 14 US cents. However, the following day, the price increased by 16 kurush, around 3 US cents, and there was another price hike of 70 kurush, around 4 cents, on Saturday the 4th. Many criticized prices going constantly up and down. Some even claimed that the government decreases the price in large numbers and slowly increases the prices afterwards to create a false sense of improvement. The Turkish Statistical Institute, the official statistical bureau, announced that the annual inflation rate reached 80% in August, while the year-on-year inflation rate in July was 79%. However, the Inflation Research Group an independent institution claimed that the annual rate was over 180%, with a monthly increase of almost 6% in August. The government expects the rate to drop to 65% by the end of the year. However, many people believe that the government is downplaying inflation. Many criticize that the executive isn't taking the necessary steps to tackle the soaring inflation in the country and instead turns a blind eye to the growing poverty. Speaking of financial hardships, electricity and natural gas prices increased by 20% for domestic use and 50% for commercial use. On Thursday the 1st, BOTAS, the state-run natural gas importer, said that the government was subsidizing 80% of natural gas costs for households. Upon this, some people pointed out that the government had claimed that they found a natural gas reserve in the Black Sea region. Those people questioned why the prices were still going up if the country had its own gas and why people needed government aid to pay for the bills. Now on to diplomacy. On Friday the 2nd, the Interior Ministry announced that the police detained Samra Guzol, a member of the Parliament and the People's Democratic Party, best known as HDP. The minister added that the police arrested her in the city of Ederna, near the Greek border, with a fake passport. Back in March, the parliament voted to lift her political immunity after a picture surfaced on the internet of her at a Kurdish workers' party, or PKK, campsite, which the government deems as a terrorist organization. A Turkish court later issued an arrest warrant, and she is now facing terrorism charges. The HDP claimed that the picture was taken back in 2014, when peace talks were being held with the PKK. They also added that Guzil went to the PKK camp on the government's orders, but that the executive was accusing her of being a member of the group. On another note, last November, the Culture and Tourism Ministry started renovating the Maidens Tower in Istanbul, known as Kiz Kulesi in Turkish. The restorers built a pier around it and covered it with a curtain. Last week, someone shared a video of the curtains covering the tower and claimed that the builders had completely demolished it. In the video, you could see through the other side of the curtains. Had the tower been there, it would have been blocking the view. You can check out the video with the link in our show notes. However, the ministry announced that they only dismantled the reinforced concrete sections from the tower. They said that construction workers added those sections while restoring the building in the 1940s, but they have started to damage the tower's original structure. Speaking of the historical landmarks of Istanbul, on Monday the 5th, 
the Istanbul municipality announced that the Istanbul governorate transferred the ownership of two historical seafront mansions along the Bosphorus Strait from the Istanbul municipality to the treasury. The mayor of Istanbul criticized the transfer and accused the executive of seizing the mansions. Similarly, the vice president of the main opposition, the Republican People's Party, accused the government of, quote, invasion and pillage and extortion, and demanded that the executive return the property to their rightful owners, the Istanbul residents. Istanbul municipality's secretary general also said that they will take the matter to court. And to close this edition, the governorate of Bursa banned alcohol and camping at the 6th annual Nilufer Music Festival. A source close to the event organizers claimed that the alcohol ban was a strategic move to cancel the festival without openly canceling it. The source said that the governorate knew the sponsor of the festival was an alcohol brand, adding that without the sale of alcohol, the brand wouldn't be able to recover its investment and make profit. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. So if you've noticed, we have no ads because we dislike them and respect your time. So if you want to help us out, buy one of our very cool t-shirts. Go to Rorschach.com and click on support or head over to the link in the show notes. They are wildly environmentally responsible. And as we said, very cool. Any questions? Email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hasakalin! Hasakalin!